Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 628, Does a College Education Equal Financial Security and Wealth? by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. And I am your host and narrator, Dan. Welcome back to another installment of Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today's post comes from Philip Taylor, the creator of PT Money. And right now, a couple of us hosts here in the podcast network are traveling to Philadelphia for the Podcast Movement Conference. And Philip is actually one of those attending. It's always uh, great to see him. And by the way, if you happen to be in the Philadelphia area today, that's uh, July 25th, and would be interested in meeting up for coffee, just let us know. It would be great to see some of you. You can get in touch with us through Instagram. It's at Old Podcast. But for now, let's get right to PT's post as we optimize your life. Does a college education equal financial security and wealth? By Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. More education usually equals more earnings, right? People who don't finish high school earn less on average than people who do. And people who go on to get a college degree earn more on average than those people who don't. But neither one is a guarantee of wealth. There are plenty of people who are wealthy but don't have a college degree. And there are plenty of people with degrees who are broke and in debt. I'm a big fan of the college experience, not just because of the great time I had there, but because it will increase your chances of financial stability. I want my kids to experience the same things. Moving away for college, living on campus, learning to love learning, building relationships and memories, and leaving with a degree that almost guarantees them a job. College is great, and I give partial credit to my college degree for helping me to become financially stable and on the way to financial freedom. I would bet that most people with kids or with plans for kids want them to go to college. And you want them to get that degree so they can get that job and go live their financially secure life. And this is great, but I think two things are likely going to get in the way of financial security and true wealth for your kids, even if they go to college. Student loans and credit cards. Here's how it happens and how to avoid it. The student loan debt cycle. Most of my friends are in their 30s now. When I take a rough poll, many of them either still have a small bit of student loan debt or they just paid it off, like me, 10 years later. The average student loan debt is somewhere around $25,000 right now. Our parents didn't have to deal with this debt. College was an expense that could be tackled with current earnings. When they got their first job right out of college, they could pocket the $100 to $500 a month that we now pay in student loan payments for their own retirement or short-term savings needs. Our parents didn't pay for college after college. They could focus on savings and building wealth. The truth is, college isn't getting any cheaper, and parents and kids aren't getting any more prepared with college savings ahead of time, so I don't see this cycle of debt ending. Kids will continue to take on debt and pay it off over the course of their careers. This debt will continue to grow into a burden that limits their ability to grow wealth. 
Of course, all is not lost. Because of this new system, some kids and parents are learning that there are some ways to escape the debt cycle. One, 529 college savings plans. If you have a small amount you can contribute each month automatically, you can start a college savings plan and really give your kids a head start, not to mention help you avoid some taxes. Two, in-state tuition. There's no question that in-state is the way to go if you want to keep costs reasonable. You have, in effect, prepaid college for your kids through state and property taxes. Why not take advantage of this? Three, community college. Spend a year or two at a community college where tuition is still reasonable, then move to a four-year school to finish the degree. Four, military service. Serve your country and earn your GI Bill. Five, work-study programs. Both federal and non-federal work-study programs are available on your campus. Take advantage of this part-time work to help you defray some of the costs of college. The bottom line is that parents and kids both need to be a bit more prepared and flexible when it comes to a college education. You can no longer show up day one at the college of your choice and try to figure out how to pay for it then. If you do, you'll likely need to take on a massive amount of debt, which will inhibit your kid's ability to build financial security and wealth. I have been known to say that the student loan is the best kind of debt you can get into. It's low interest, usually subsidized, and pays itself back in the form of future earnings. But as tuition rates rise, and as kids start leaving college with $80,000 in loans, unlike the 20000 I had, this supposed good debt just gets really ugly, turning it into a burden that's hard to overcome. The credit card knowledge gap. Being in school means your child isn't earning enough to pay for most of the things they want, but the wants still get paid for. How? By credit cards. Just like I did when I was in school, college kids today are opening up their first credit card, and despite some good intentions, they will use it to pay for things they want in addition to things they need. When the balances rise and income is inconsistent at best, the card becomes a burden to the kid's future. And like student loans, kids are leaving college with this debt and not able to properly achieve their other financial goals, like car down payments, retirement contributions, saving for a house, etc., because they are making credit card payments. According to a 2009 study by Sally May on undergraduate credit card use, quote, seniors graduated with an average credit card debt of more than $4,100, up from $2,900 almost four years ago. Close to one-fifth of seniors carried balances greater than $7,000, end quote. Unlike college tuition rates and student loans, though, with credit cards, much is being done on the institution side of things to help curb this problem. The government, via the CARD Act, has started forcing more disclosure on schools and credit card companies with regard to their on-campus solicitation practices. And credit card companies are now prohibited from taking on college-aged kids as customers unless the parents co-sign or they can show an income. But government intervention shouldn't stop you from taking steps to help your kids control their credit card spending. Education is key. Teach them how to use debt properly. Teach them about interest charges, late fees, their credit score, and how proper balance-to-limit thresholds and on-time payments affect them. Create a system where they can only use the card for emergencies if needed. Instead of a credit card, push them towards one of the many free prepaid credit cards. Just like with student loans and tuition, you need to be proactive with your efforts here. You just listened to the post titled, Does a College Education Equal Financial Security and Wealth? 
by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash O-F-D for your extended 30-day free trial. And I will keep this ending nice and short for you today, but before we go, just another reminder that if you happen to be in the Philadelphia area today, July 25th, there's a chance that we could meet up with you. Uh, just send us a message on Instagram at Old Podcast to get in touch. Uh, that is, of course, as I mentioned, because we are at the Podcast Movement Conference this week. And uh, if you're not in the area or if you're listening at a later time, please come follow us at Old Podcast to be part of book raffles and a lot more. And that's it for today. Thank you as always for being here and subscribing and I will see you back here tomorrow in the Thursday show where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.